Welcome to the AudioCast at samluce.com, episode 12. Should I cancel VBS because of COVID? The answer to that question is no, I don't think you should. I think we need to determine what VBS will look like. We need to reimagine what VBS would be. But I don't think canceling VBS is a good idea. I used to be one of those never VBSers. I have come to see that the value of VBS to the church has never been greater. Why does VBS still matter? When VBS started years ago, the purpose was evangelism. In that period of the history of our nation, most people attended church, and those who did so did so regularly. They attended four plus times a month. There were Sunday morning services, Sunday night services, and Wednesday night services. Most committed members attended all three. VBS for them was an outreach. In modern America, the church has gone from being a pillar of social and spiritual life of our nation to being deemed non-essential. If COVID-19 has done anything, it has awakened us to the reality that our country has changed and how people view the church has changed. We see it in how often people attend. In previous generations, people thought that to be regular attenders when they had attended four times a month. Today, regular attendance is when you attend once to twice a month. VBS and a climate of low church attendance must be more about discipleship than outreach. VBS is not just something we do, it's something we must do. The numbers are staggering. Lifeway did a a survey of Southern Baptist churches and found that 2.5 million kids attended VBS annually, and over 70,000 chose to follow Christ, and nearly 1,500 felt called to full-time missions. And that's just data from the Southern Baptists. In an age of declining church attendance, VBS is an indispensable tool to disciple kids. You have 15 hours with a kid in one week. That's the equivalent of seven months of regular church attendance. Seven months. Lastly, I would like to argue that there's definite value in maintaining habitual practices. This spiritual muscle memory, if you will, is essential for the long-term health of the church and your kids. Kids who don't go to VBS this year are more likely to not go next year. What I find with most people who stop attending church is that they fill their time with other things. I hope I've convinced you to not cancel VBS because of COVID. So how are we supposed to do VBS with current social distancing limitations? I sat down with Tony Coomer, a kids pastor and blogger from Kentucky, and David Rausch, a former kids pastor and current curriculum developer of Go Curriculum and the Bolt Digital VBS Curriculum to discuss what COVID VBS could look like. What are my options for VBS during COVID? In thinking through COVID, there seems to be two options for VBS, either Backyard Vacation Bible School or Digital VBS. I asked David what his thoughts were. Really, it's it's like from from church to church, they have to decide what their families and what their kids have an appetite for. Because really, there there might be a lot of communities that are that are still uh, looking for some sort of uh, virtual VBS, where you know you kind of log into the computer and there is somebody live, somebody some somewhere that's leading them through it. Um, I know I'm kind of speaking personally here, uh, and from. Uh, some of the conversations that I've had with friends, with family, but then also the just kind of plugging into the conversation that's happening online among children's ministry leaders is everyone, there, there's kind of this murmur of, uh, there's kind of a screen fatigue, you know, there's um, yeah. the virtual learning thing, uh, kids have been doing it now for a month and a half, going on two months. And teachers have had varying success with it. You know, a lot of the teachers on our street are saying, oh, my gosh, you know, we'll do a virtual classroom experience. And I'll be lucky if I can get two of my kids, two of my students 
to show mm -hmm. up for it. Um, you know, so it, it, I think it's different in each community and every children's ministry leader has to figure out what's going to work for them. But that's kind of the, the sense that I'm getting is that there's a little bit of fatigue with the online virtual experiences right now. And so uh, by, by all means, that is definitely an option this summer. But I personally am more of a fan of kind of the backyard VBS, uh, where we, you kind of create this experience of VBS quality experience that can be sent home for families to do at their house. Now there's, I mean, you have to do that in a particular way so that it works for the families. Because I think what a lot of children's ministry leaders were, were wrestling with early on is they were kind of thinking through this idea of sending the VBS home to the families. Um, and they've got this uh, VBS starter kit that they got from the publishing company. And they're trying yeah. to imagine, how do I take this thing and send it home uh, to, to my families? And I mean, the answer for the most part is you don't. Like you can't right. just take that thing. Uh, yeah, because they're, the they're, they're just not built for that to be an no. option right now, right? No, absolutely not. I, I mean, yeah. think about like uh, think about what children's ministry leaders say when they get to the end of VBS. Just how exhausting the mm -hmm. whole thing is. The wonderful experience with right. with tremendous payoff, mm -hmm. but exhausting. Sure. And we can't expect that we're going to basically drop a, a VBS starter kit into the lap of our parents and that they're going to figure out how to do it. So if, if we think that we're going to do kind of, you know, a, a backyard VBS, it has to be in a done, it has to be done in a way that is so turnkey and so simple. Uh, because as you were even saying, Tony, I mean, parents feel overwhelmed right now. Uh, they don't feel very confident. So many parents, you know, they have that guilt that they feel like they've already failed their kids with the e-learning. And um, and so, yeah, I mean, it just you have to set them up for success if they're going to do a backyard BBS. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Tony, like you, you're you're a you're a parent and a pastor of a, of a small church, and and the majority of churches in America are, are smaller in size. Like, so how does this, how do you help? How, what would you say to like a, a, another pastor like yourselves? And that might be a little bit nervous about the video element of it or just saying, Hey, I don't know if that's technology or whatever uh, might be a little techno adverse. How would you, what would you say to them about what, what, what are some first steps they can take or. Yeah. I mean, we're living in the age of Disney plus and Netflix and everything else. I, I, I don't know any family, um, in our church that doesn't have the technology down just as well as any of the staff at the church, you know, they're able to do this. Uh, they can, you know, they've got Apple TV, they can throw the YouTube up, they can, they can do all kinds of stuff at home. Um, I think the missing link um, is just that confidence. And I think, um, you know, you look through some of these curriculum options. I think David's uh, bolt is, is a great example of just how turnkey that is. Um, you just give the parents that, you know, one or two days of the sample and say, just watch this 20 minute video. Do you think you can pull that off? And I don't think there's any parent who wants to do VBS who could not pull that off. Uh, you know, given one or two days just to think about it, it would be just, it'd be that easy. Right. And no, I, I, I agree with that. In fact, I've, I've been thinking through, I, I've got a high schooler, a girl in uh, who's a sophomore in high school. I have an eighth grader and either one of them, could easily lead bolt. In fact, I was thinking about my fifth grade going into the sixth grade son. I'm kind of like, yeah, 
he might even be able to pull this off. Yeah, and that's right. And, and the smaller churches, and you got, you probably know this, Sam, but we do a lot of, of VBS. And if we, uh, you know, we always, you know, staff out our, our different main rotations, but then we need, um, we need teenage volunteers to make our ratio, you know, what we, what we consider the ideal small group ratio or the, uh, the, the group leaders who lead them around the building or whatnot. We, we, we rely on our, our core uh, youth ministry kids to be volunteers to fill that out. And I think getting the older teens involved in this, I, I especially see that with the game time, you know, and um, some of these fun games, backyard games that are in bolt. I mean, these are things that your teenagers are going to love doing. I mean, this is, this yeah. is going to be fun for them. And um, uh, let me sure. back up just a second. Cause I think when David was talking about, uh, you know, backyard versus virtual and all this stuff, I think one of the big missing things for blind spot for all of us grownups is that kids have social needs that are every bit as desperate as our social needs. And uh, if if you imagine your third grade daughter locked in the house with dad doing school every day, it's miserable for everyone because she needs Mm -hmm. her friends. You know, if, if they're condensing the lesson time down to two hours of work on the computer, you know, the, the kid losing, you know, five, six hours of social time that's just all around her. And if you can find a way, depending on the restrictions and who, who can come into your circle, I know that's going to be different in every state, but if you mm-hmm. can do a backyard outdoor, which is like minimal risk anyway for contagion or whatever or whatnot, but you can have your neighbors who you've said, you can't play with those neighbors until the virus is over. You can have your cousins come over you can have your church small group come over you know and instead of having you know maybe have eight to ten kids in your backyard you know with all the appropriate precautions or whatever you can do in your area i think that's a win for the children socially it's going to be a win for the families um those parents are going to be hanging out participating as well i mean this could be a really positive a really positive social thing (laughs) fellowship thing in our churches which you're not going to get that in the church building because you know we're not allowed to touch or get within the 10-foot pole together i think david's spot on with screen fatigue with traditional vbs not an option this year it's a great opportunity to try something new something like david is suggesting a digitally delivered vbs for individual families or a digitally driven vbs that families can use to host VBS at their homes, in their backyard, for neighbors and friends. Our church has created a digital version that we show as part of the curriculum that we have written for our church that we are hoping to adapt this year for our families. This isn't a reality for most churches, so David and his team have created an option for you no matter your church size or budget. It's called Bolt. It's a digitally delivered VBS solution for your church that is perfect for this season when traditional VBSs are not an option for most of us. The reason why David likes this digitally driven backyard school model better than just a digitally delivered option is the fact that it preserves a couple of the important distinctives of VBS. It allows for evangelism, reaching out to kids who may never ever come to your church building. And it does so in the context of relationships. Before you can hand this to a middle school kid and say, here, lead this. It's that's saying something right there. Yeah, it is. It it absolutely is. And that really is, that's the key to what we kind of came up with is um, we made it video driven. So we created for each of the three days, we created about a 25 minute video um, 
that leads everybody through the experience. Now that doesn't mean that the entire thing is a video experience because I would I wouldn't enjoy that. And kind of like we were talking about yeah. before, I think people are starting to experience a little bit of screen fatigue. And really, yeah. I mean, the thing that the most important thing that happens during DBS is the relationships. And so totally it agree. has to be interactive and it has to be relationship driven. The video is is really just the vehicle. The video is the thing mm -hmm. that is driving the whole experience and telling everybody, here's what you do, press pause and go do that thing. And when you're done doing that thing, come back and press play. And then we'll, we'll drive this thing a little bit for, further forward before you press pause again and you do your next thing. My plea to you as a pastor and ministry leader, don't cancel VBS, think differently about VBS. Create your own content, tweak the VBS curriculum that your church already bought, or try Volt. I don't think there's a better tool in kids' ministry to intensely disciple kids and to intentionally reach kids than VBS. You have kids for the equivalent of seven months of church attendance. The question you are probably asking, is all this effort to tweak VBS really worth it? My answer is unequivocally yes. One of the things that cemented the value of VBS in my mind was many years ago we put on a VBS it was a lot of work. We were exhausted. We were exhausted at the end. We had bus kids in from a poorer section of town, and one of the kids that rode the bus every day was named Michael. And that week, he decided to trust Christ with his whole heart. Several weeks after VBS, someone came to me and told me that the week following VBS, Michael was attending another day camp, and he drowned in a lake. I was devastated and shaken because I realized the fragility of life and the importance of the gospel. Is Bolt the only solution? No, but it's a good one. We aren't using Bolt because we make our own curriculum. We make our own VBS, and not every church can do that. But if you can't, give Bolt a try. I'm not getting anything from Bolt, but I do believe in what they're doing. I don't understand why God chooses to use the foolishness of preaching and the foolishness of events like VBS, but He does. I pray that in this cultural moment, we will not fail to proclaim the gospel to those like Michael who so desperately need to hear it. Please. Don't cancel BBS.